Good morning, Golf WRX and Wisdom in Golf Nations. Good morning. All right. So today, when this week, we is Bunker Week. Yeah. Oh, man, do we have a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So we just did an awesome video for YouTube, of course. And we did the three main bunker shots that you tend to see on a regular basis, which is your stock standard greenside bunker shot, yeah. which, by the way, both of you, like Moo, this is your second year. Yeah. Sav, this is what, your basically third. your third serious year. Mm -hmm. And both of you have mastered it to perfection. Uh, Sav, you had a kick in birdie last last tournament you played mm -hmm. from a very difficult lie in the bunker. Mm -hmm. And you listeners, once you understand how this works, you won't believe it. It's like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. It was a highlight of the tournament for me. It wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was literally hanging off the edge of the cup. So you, you hit this awesome, I mean, the pin was in a tough position. Yeah. You hit it right at the flagstick. And it was just over the over the bunker on the right hand side. It just kicked backwards. And it, it kicked backwards into the bunker and you're going, Oh and yeah. I'm and I'm looking at that shot from a distance and I'm going, Oh boy, that's yeah. short side. <laughs> that's not good. Not where you wanna be. Right? And then uh you went in there and unbelievable. it's like this beautiful little long chip swing. Mm -hmm. There was no wrists involved. You just had to pop the sand on the fringe and mm -hmm. Ball trickles down, and, and you were like an inch from holding it. Yeah, literally. It was like almost hanging off the edge. Wasn't that sweet? Yeah. I really could have used that birdie, but I'll take the par. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you were only 10 shots better that day than the previous day. Oh, that's yeah. the, But that's for uh, another another subject. But we actually talked about that last week. Did we? Did we? I don't think we talked about it. Okay. Well, this the, 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 the next uh, podcast is all going to be about... Defensive versus offensive play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, but today is bunkers, which is a big part of offense. You know, believe it or not, everybody, most of you listening are thinking, oh my God, this is like, I'm so defensive in the bunker. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to get the ball out. You don't have a clear picture of what you're trying to do. Yeah. So that's why you're struggling. Mm -hmm. So stock bunker shot, buried bunker shot. And the fairway bunker shot. Those yeah. are the three we're talking about today. And we're also going to, you know, cover the wedges that you need to do a good job in the bunkers. And many of you are not uh, equipped properly with the right sand wedge for the job. Mm. And um, and both of you have the the weapons of choice. Moo, you have the Titleist wedge. Yeah. Um, it is the uh, SM7 from last year, but it's a 60-degree Eight degrees bounce, yeah. M grind, which is it's got two, um, uh, uh, it's got a grind where the the heel and the toe, and part of the back of the sole of the club has been ground out, yeah. so it glides easily through the sand, yeah. and it doesn't have too much bounce because if you have too much bounce in the bunker, what happens is the the club gets stuck, mm -hmm. and and you gotta you know you, you, there's always something preventing you from gliding through the sand, right? And that's why having the right grind on the sole of the club, and um, having the right bounce on the sole of the club is really key. Mm -hmm. Sav, you and I have the Ping TS wedge. T is in Tom. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I have the Glide 2.0. The Glide 2.0, and uh, um, I have the uh, the Stealth Glide, which mm-hmm. is the the forged version or the carbon version of that. It's a blackhead, mm-hmm. but it's got six degrees bounce with that same sole, and it's a little narrower than the um, than the Vokey wedge. Mine's a sixty degree. Yeah. Is yours a sixty? Yeah, mine's sixty yeah. as well. And then another really good company that makes uh, uh, that kind of wedge is uh, Roger Cleveland, who designs for Callaway. Mm-hmm. The Callaway Jaws in the C grind, eight degrees bounce, either in the 58 or the 60 degree wedge. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is the ultimate weapon for all kinds of sand, except for when uh, they've put new sand in the bunker. Mm. And when you dig your feet in, the feet go down by six inches, yeah. right? <laughs> nice and flip. And you've got a boatload of sand to get through. That's when you want the ES wedge from Ping, which has a different channel on the sole. It's wider. It's got like that. It's like, it looks like it's literally a channel yes, on the bottom. exactly. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So it, it sprays uh, a, a larger quantity of sand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's what we're going we're gonna to get to right now is, so... Let's say all of you imagine you're in a pool of water mm-hmm. and you wanted to spray some water towards somebody at, at the level, you know, like you're just, your heads are popping out of the water, right? Yeah. And you just want to shim the water with your hand and get the, the water to spray forward. Mm-hmm. So you'll notice that the, the hand is angled at about eight degrees mm-hmm. off of the water. If you angle it more, then it's you, you can't you, you know you you get stuck, mm-hmm. and if you don't angle it, well, the the leading edge of your hand goes down and it's like a submarine. Yeah. yeah. So there's a specific angle there that's just right, yeah. so that the the water just really gets sprayed, and it's the same thing in the bunker. So imagine if you got a, your palm on the on the uh, on the counter or on the table. And you just raise your thumb and index finger off of the counter and then move your hand along the counter. That's like when you open the face of your wedge, you're activating the sole of the club and you're raising the leading edge of the club off the sand. Mm -hmm. And then when you whip the sole of the club along the surface of the sand, you get that nice little thump sound. Yeah. And that little thump is what sprays sand forward. So all you're looking for is the right amount of momentum to spray the sand onto the green where you want the ball to land. Yeah. Yeah. So in your mind, Sav, what, when you look down at the ball, what do you see? Well, I used to see a ball, and now I just see it as like another grain of sand that I have to throw onto the green. There you go. So the ball is not... Most of you are looking at the ball and you're thinking, ah, I got to lift the mm-hmm. ball. Yeah. And you end up hitting like three feet behind the ball yeah. in the hopes of coming down under the ball and then lifting it up on the other side. Yeah. yeah. But that's for the loft of your club. You remember at the beginning, Moo, when you started doing bunker shots? Yeah. And then, then you started really getting good at spraying sand with the sole of the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You haven't missed a bunker shot in months. No, it's it, just stuck with me now. It's a, it's a, it's an acquired skill, isn't it? Every yeah. time he goes in the bunker, I'm like, oh, he's fine. Yeah. Yes. He'll isn't make that, his up and down. Isn't that isn't that awesome? Yeah. And just and you listeners right now are thinking, oh man, I need that for myself. Mm-hmm. So 
the when you look down and you basically see a dollar bill size, you know, if we look at a, an American dollar bill, because mm-hmm. we, we have loonies mm-hmm. in Canada now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little loon on a coin. So we call them loonies. And, and so you take a dollar bill size section of sand, a divot of sand, and just pop it onto the green mm-hmm. using momentum. Yeah. So when we, when we talk about using momentum, what does that mean to you? Um, from what I've learned from your lessons, uh, you used your legs to kickstart the momentum yeah. forward, and then uh, you allow you feel the weight of the arms with the club unit uh, coming back, and you always find a spot on the green where you want to land the sand, right? Yeah. So uh, from there, I know how much uh, energy I need to 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 generate to come through with, with the with the club head. And nice. Throw the sand on it. So Moo just you know, said something really, really important. He says, you're using your legs. Yeah. Now, all of you listening, the majority of you are thinking, oh, I thought we had to keep our legs really still. That makes it so hard in the bunker. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you're thinking, well, I thought I needed a stable base so that you... A lot of you are going super wide in your stance, Mm -hmm. and and then you're trying to keep your legs still. And what happens there... And, and this is from our earlier episodes, is when you bring your hands together in front of you, yeah. both of your armpits get secured to your chest. Right. And if your rib cage doesn't move out of the way, then you basically get a peck full of bicep. That's right. Right? Because mm-hmm. you're trying to move your arms, but your rib cage is not allowing you. Exactly. Yeah. Now, the rib cage is connected through the spine into your pelvis. And the facet joints in your in each vertebrae are there to lock it in place. Your spine is not made to rotate, to no. turn. Yeah. So what actually happens, and this is what where many of you um, are going wrong with the swing, and that's why you got a very sore back at the end of the round, you're trying to hold the legs still, and you're trying to hit the ball with the arms. And so the arms inevitably are going to get collapsed up against the rib cage rib cage is going to twist up against the spine and tweak something that's right and and then either in your thoracic spine you're going to split a rib or in your lumbar spine you're going to you're going to compress one of your joints right there that's it yeah and so you know what's the recourse well imagine you wanted to throw a punch Mm -hmm. and so you know stand up and then Make a nice motion to throw a punch towards a, a door or your chair or whatever. Yeah. And you'll realize the first thing that happens is your your brain's got to go get the ground with your lead foot. Mm-hmm. And it's going to use the ground to move your rib cage and pelvis out of the way so you get access to make your punch towards your target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't move your rib cage, you stand sideways, you don't move your rib cage and you're trying to make that punch. You can't reach. <laughs> You can't reach. Yeah. And, and then you're going to feel an immediate strain in your shoulder. Yeah. You know I mean? That's a great way to throw a shoulder out. That's right. Make a nice, aggressive punch without turning your body. I mean, you can't do it. you'll rip your shoulder apart. Yeah. So backswing is like making a punch with your, if you're a right-handed golfer, making a punch with your left hand away from the target. Yeah. And then punching toward the target mm-hmm. with your right hand. So you're going to feel how... 
you know, that's why you dig your feet in. You want to have a secure hold on the sand so that you can move your body properly and get it out of the way. So move when you're thinking, okay, I got the weight of my arms. Yeah. Swing in, in, and I'm using the momentum of that weight to spray a divot of sand onto the green. So when you're thinking, spray sand onto the green, where does your body end up facing at the end of the swing? Towards the uh, the target you're going to. Exactly. Towards the spot where you want to land the ball. Right. So if you use only your arms and you lock down your body, you, you can't face the target. You can't get out of your way. Yeah. And then you wonder why you have chicken wings. Yeah. And and why you, you have a hard time getting out of the bunker because you got to force the club through the sand mm-hmm. and shove it. And then because your rib cage is not getting out of the way, then your right arm collides into your rib cage on the way through. So you end up hitting yourself twice. Yeah. And the ball's still in the bunker to add insult to injury. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so it's a bad day of golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything was going fine until I hit it in the bunker. Yeah. That's right. So then, you know, there are other, you know, crazy theories out there where you got to hinge it early and you got to hit an inch behind the ball in the sand. Yeah. Well, if your focus is on hitting the, uh, uh, the sand behind the ball, well, where's the sand supposed to go? Yeah, exactly. So you just slap in the sand. That's like, okay, I'm in the pool mm-hmm. and I'm going to slap the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not sending any water, any, you know, towards you, Sav. Yeah. So if I'm trying to spray water towards you, if I slap the water, maybe some will get to you, maybe maybe not. Most of it's going to hit you in the face. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most likely. Right? But then I want to send the, the energy towards you. I want to spray a nice wave of water towards mm-hmm. you. Then, you know, and then we used a, a GoPro camera in this video to yeah. show you what, you know, the, the, an experienced person out of the bunker. Like, I love the bunkers. I mean, when I'm in the bunker, I'm always thinking about, holding it out i've learned to love the bunkers no kidding right because once i realized that once you have the right tool yep it's gonna do the work for you like it's designed to get you out of a bunker yes for a reason you just have to have the right task right so So the right tool and the right task exactly so have confidence in your tool you don't have to lift it out the loft is going to do that for you yes as long as you're focusing on spraying the sand towards where you want to go fantastic and then i stopped trying to lift it out of the bunker that's heavy lifting isn't it (laughs) honestly it's it's like trying to take a a a freaking shovel full of sand and put it on the green yeah with a a a little club face Mm -hmm. it just doesn't work no so you can't lift sand. No. You no. can only spray sand. Yeah. So, you know, when you go to the bunker next time, don't put any balls in the sand just yet. Mm-hmm. Spray some divots of sand in the direction you want the, the, the so-called ball to go mm-hmm. and observe that beautiful pattern. It'll also tell you how you're lined up. Mm-hmm. So if you think, okay, I want to spray the sand that way, mm-hmm. and as a lefty, the sand's going 30 degrees left, well, that's where your swing's going. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go, well, wait a second. How come the sand, and you don't realize that, you know, you just see a, the sand come out, and you can't, you don't put two and two together, mm-hmm. and you and you try to lift the ball out of the sand. Alignment's super important in the bunker. Isn't it? And it's sometimes hard to find the right alignment because it's just sand. It's hard to find an intermediate point. Yep. So what I do now is I, like, Set up yep. to the ball. Yep. Dig my feet in a little bit. Yep. 
do a little practice swing above the ball, and then yeah. I back off and make sure that my feet are lined up the right oh, way. Because you are so smart. It's Seth. a little hack because you can. You're allowed to back off the ball and recheck exactly. your line. So and, and now you got your intermediate point. You exactly. got footprints in the sand. Exactly. Well, oh, you're a smart little cookie. <laughs> that's how I hack the system. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, uh, I'm going to start teaching that properly. Because I just to... use an intermediate point, yeah. I, a pebble, whatever. But sometimes the sand is so pristine, you don't you don't see, you don't have yeah. anything in front. Like if you're a member at a really nice club. <laughs> Everything's pretty much perfect all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. That very good hack there, Sav. So, because now... If you were to compare a sand shot mm-hmm. to a regular golf shot, yeah. would it be a draw or fade? It's a fade. It's a fade family, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you open up the face yeah. and you're playing a fade, where would your alignment be? Like a yard or two right of the pin. As a lefty. Yeah, as a lefty, yeah. That's it. So as a lefty, you would aim a little right of the pin. As a righty, you would aim a little left of the pin. Yeah. And then you're spraying that divot of sand to, for you, Moo, would be to the, just to the right edge, like a, a yard to the right of the hole. That's right. And you're, you know, looking at where between the fringe and the pin you would need to land that divot of sand, depending on the speed of the green. That's right. Depending on if, it, if it's downhill or uphill. Right. Uh, how soft and how or how firm the green is. Yeah. So once you've established where you want the ball to land mm-hmm. and you spray the sand onto that spot, well, the small grains of sand dissipate in the air. Mm-hmm. That's right. The big grain of sand lands and mm-hmm. continues to roll. Yeah. So you say, okay, it's going to land there. Then it's going to take the break and it should enter the hole about there. Mm-hmm. And um, in one of my videos on YouTube, I remember doing a, a couple of holes on the golf course mm-hmm. and um, we did a ball below the feet shot just before and ball below the feet as a righty should have been pushed to the right of the green, but it actually went over the flag stick and, you know, left side of the left bunker. Mm-hmm. So I had a bunker shot going slightly downhill. I said, okay, I need to land the ball there and it's got to trickle into the hole about that angle. And I looked back at the camera. I said, of course, I'm trying to put the ball in the hole. That's the mm-hmm. goal. Yeah. And and you guys are thinking, how do I get the ball out? Yeah. I'm going, oh my God, that's mm-hmm. like a galaxy away oh, yeah. from where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you say, well, if I just splash and spray my sand right there, the ball land there and then take a hop and then roll across that break mm-hmm. yeah. and then go in the hole there. And then yeah. I hold the I hold the ball. Yeah. And it was just like a magic moment because I looked back at the camera and said, yeah, I want to hold this damn thing. Let's let's have a look at that. That's what kind of went through my head when I was playing in the tournament. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I was a few shots over, and that's putting it lightly. And I was like, well, I really need to make this up and down or I need to put it in the hole. So there let's we go. Get a, try and get a birdie. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, and that just goes for the mindset, right? Because if you don't know what the heck you're doing in the bunker – then not only you're defensive, mm-hmm. but you're essentially useless. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, it's like, you know. Yeah. And at that point, like that was the third day and it was the third day, right? That yeah. One? The yeah. second day was rained out. So that was the third day and I hadn't been in the bunker like For all the, weekend. Exactly. That was the first bunker shot that I had hit. And I was like, well, instead of being negative about it, I'm just going to put myself in the right mindset well, and try and well wasn't it easy to do because mm-hmm. you knew 
what to do. And we had gone over how to hit the short bunker shots. Mm -hmm. So to hit the short bunker shots, you just need a little bit of momentum to carry the fringe and then trickle Mm -hmm. down to the hole. Yeah. And, um, and boy, you, you got that thing down in spades now. I mean, look at, look at that beautiful experience you just had with that. Mm-hmm. And now you can carry that experience to any, any place you want. Yeah. And move. Holy crap. I mean, the last, the last vid- the last, um, uh, bunker shot you hit, yeah. I mean, was just a gorgeous, I mean, it was a nice medium to long bunker shot, yeah. nice, full, long flowing swing. Mm-hmm. sending the sand out there and it was like five feet yeah yeah it's been um and that helpful. and now with your putting yeah right yeah it's adding pretty good so because you picture the bunker shot yeah you perform yeah and then you picture the putt and you knocked it in the hole for a sandy yeah dude sandy pars are the best aren't they Getting up and down from the bunker is like so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so encouraging. It's it's uh, it's just the best. It's the the mm-hmm. most uplifting thing on the golf course. Yeah, and it's it's right there available to you. So please don't miss our our YouTube video. You you just enter Sand Shot Sean Clement Wisdom in Golf on YouTube, and the the latest one is with with Sav. We did the 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 one together. We'll do one together too, Moo. I mean. Yeah. You know, I, I, Sav was left out of the last couple of videos, so that's, that's we used right. her this time. I, I didn't want her. I didn't want her to feel left out. <laughs> that's all right. And, and we'll we'll do a nice bunker shot with you next time when we do some on course stuff. Yeah, the one uh, shot that I I didn't know how to play was the buried bunker shot. The buried bunker shot. Yeah, that yeah. one. That one's intimidating. Well, me, yeah. it can be. Yeah, for sure. Well, now no longer for you. No. Yeah. So buried bunker shot because we're so good up here in Quebec City with the snow, mm-hmm. right? Yes, we have snow plows here like you wouldn't believe. I mean, if there's you know thirty centimeters of snow is about what 15, 12 inches. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, about right. a, about a lot. Inch. Yeah, that's an inch. Yeah, yeah, about a foot. Yeah, about a foot of snow. Yeah, it, too much. It, it usually, I mean, you guys, you know, in in the mid states. Like Atlanta, Georgia, you get an inch of snow and everything shuts down. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's like just panic. Like, just like England. <laughs> yeah. Whereas a foot of snow, there's not even a snow day. The, the kids don't have an off day with no. a foot of snow. Like you're no. going to school whether you like it or not. And it's just another day. The snowplower operators here are unbelievable. Yeah. And which is great because then you get to make it to the ski hill. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but you don't have the uh, the luxury of saying, calling in for a snow day Mm-mm. in in this town. There's just no way. No. Everybody will call you on that one. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's like freezing rain. Yeah. Right. So when you open the face, you open the face of the club to stay at the surface of the sand. Yeah. When the ball is in the sand, um, then you need to create a ditch digger. Yeah. Right? And they call it the Moses shot. You need to part the sand. Yeah. Okay? So you close the face 45 degrees, which basically puts the toe of the, of the wedge in the sand. Yeah. And you want to have the highest lofted wedge possible, the 60 degree. And then, you know, when you go practice this shot, you notice, Sav, when, when you ran the, the wedge through the sand, mm-hmm. did you feel how you had that snowplow effect? Yeah. It was actually, you know, creating a ditch, but it was parting the sand to the side. Yeah. So it, w- it it's able to allow the wedge to continue. Yeah. If you close at 90 degrees, mm-hmm. you'll hit yourself. Yeah. Right. 
if you don't, if you if you just keep it square, there's too much of the face of the club moving. So if you think of a, about a snowplow, mm-hmm. if the if the blades of the snowplow are not angled inward, mm-hmm. the snowplow gets stuck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're basically putting a mountain of snow in front of yourself. Yeah. But as soon as you angle the the blades to the side, then the snow gets moved to the side just yeah. enough to get into the ditch. Yeah. But the snowplow can keep going. Yeah. yeah. And that's the key. You got to keep going. Yeah. So the momentum has to move towards the green. Yeah. But you'll also notice that when you're moving that much sand, you don't need as much momentum. No, long chip swing again. Long chip swing. And when the ball comes out, all you got to do is reach the fringe. Yeah. And the roll will take it to the hole. Yeah. And once you get a knack for that, again, you can roll that sucker in. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll take you 15 minutes of yeah. practice. Mm-hmm. You know, after you see what, we, what we've done on the YouTube channel, you'll see from the GoPro mm-hmm. how it looks from your view or how it's supposed to look with yep. your view. And, and actually, what was really cool, Sav, is I was able to take some screenshots mm-hmm. of that GoPro. You'll see it in the video when it's, it, it's uploaded. And you'll actually see the, the wedge hitting the sand first. Yeah. Right? The, the sand divot is past the ball and the ball's in the air. Nice. And then when we did the fairway bunker shot, you see mm-hmm. the ball first and mm-hmm. the sand divot coming after. Yeah, that's really cool. It, it is so cool. I'm, I'm so happy we did it with the GoPro. So the, the visual tells it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's your buried bunker shot. Mm-hmm. Buried. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so now the fairway bunker shot mm-hmm. is basically you're sending the energy towards the green, but you want to hit the ball first. Yeah. Okay. And this is where if you're hitting one of your sand wedges or your lob wedge, it's important. This You cannot hit a fade shot with that club. No. However, if you have an 8-iron uh, or a 9-iron or a regular one of your irons, like like remember Tiger Woods' sliced 9-iron shot yeah. Yeah. in Mexico? Yeah, so cool. Yeah. That, that is the sickest, you know, fairway bunker shot I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And... Um, I mean, it was it was the coolest thing. Yeah. But you could not open if with a, with if you had a regular sand wedge, mm-hmm. because of the bounce, it would have sprayed a little bit of sand out before the the wedge would have been able to hit the 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 face of the club, right? Yeah. The ball to face. So it it ends up being a little bit fat. Yeah. So you actually have to close the face a little bit with those wedges, mm-hmm. and once you got that going. Then you say, okay, I need to send my momentum to the green. Mm-hmm. Uh, if any of you have not seen the throwing the club video yet, Moo, yeah. last video we did was throwing the club, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, that was a fun one. one yeah, that of the fun. things that, y- yeah, <laughs> you, you got a good taste of uh, perception to target. Yeah, that, that one confused me a lot <laughs> <laughs> i'm so he's looking at me with his hands palm to the sky and looking like, at me in the eyes the going, what the heck's going on? going on yeah am i crazy yeah, yeah. i don't see a mirage or something that's <laughs> it that's what the side vision does to you yeah so you're throwing the club to the target and when you're throwing it nicely you get an amazing lag yeah mm-hmm. where the hands come through well before the club and that's why you need a closed face 
So you, the ball is gets gets struck first, and then the divot of sand com, comes out. Yeah. So don't be afraid of taking a divot in a fairway bunker. The divot comes out after, however. Okay. And it's got to be a prediction. That's the key. Because if you're thinking, i got to make a divot after the ball, your focus is down where the divot is, mm-hmm. yeah. and you end up, you know, chucking all your energy into the sand yeah. and you'll you'll end up hitting it fat anyways yeah. okay so when you say don't hit it fat mm-hmm. what's Probably in your mind right now all of you listening right now are thinking yep i know exactly what a fat shot feels like it feels yep. like everything stops mm-hmm. comes to a screeching halt it's yeah. the worst the ball just flubs forward especially in a fairy bunker where you're like just just close enough to the green where you could reach it, and then you hit a fat bunker shot, and you're just like, oh. I know. There goes my par. That's like, <laughs> like, like Tiger when he goes, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you got this beautiful lag. You throw the club to the target. Yeah. And it, it's, it's important that you take a practice swing above the ball. And so you throw your club in the direction of the target and you feel how the weight of the club is releasing you towards the target and pulls on you mm-hmm. in the direction of your target. So if you guys haven't seen, go see Throwing the Club, Sean Clement. Throwing the Club Straight, Sean Clement, yeah. which is with the intermediate point, which you had the pleasure of finding out. Yeah, And then once you have that, you're going to see predict solid contact and direction. So, Sav, when you do that practice swing above the ball and you see the blur, mm-hmm. you're matching that blur with your intermediate point yep. or with your stance line. So, sorry, little interruption there. <laughs> um, the blur. It's all a blur, right? Yeah. So you're throwing the club in the direction where you want to start. You see that your blur is parallel to your stance line or... It's in line with the intermediate point that you have in front, the pebble, whatever. Yeah. And you see by how much you miss, mm-hmm. which is a really important reference, right? Yeah. And then you say, okay, all I got to do is lower myself, not until, because you can't touch the sand, mm-hmm. but you lower yourself to the point where you, th- where you feel like when you throw the club to the target, mm-hmm. that you're going to catch ball first, then sand. So you're yeah. playing the ball a bit back a center, mm-hmm. closing the face, Throwing the club to the target and predicting you're going to hit ball, then sand. Yeah. I also find it helps to predict like an intentional fin shot. Yes. We did that in the the video, right? You guys will see that. Mm -hmm. um, So that you're more specific. Yeah. uh, About because better thin than not in a fairway bunker. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Better thin than the thin shot will make it there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Unless you've got a really high lip. But, you know, in general, the, the thin shot will make it. And that's what you want is slightly, yeah. you know, a quarter groove low thin mm-hmm. shot. And you notice how everything, you know, just opened up for you after that. Yeah. And so you throw to the target, see how you do. And if you're hitting it a little thick, we'll predict you're just going to nick the sand with the sole of the club. Yeah. If you throw it in that direction. And that's what that's what did it for you. Yeah. And you're pretty good, too, out of the fairway bunker move. Uh, I haven't practiced that one yet, actually. Like, well, I, the last couple of bunker shots I saw you hit on the golf course were awesome. Um, yeah, the ones that were close to the to the green, but I haven't really had uh, like say 130 yards to to I, the. I the, saw you hit a nice uh, gap wedge. I'm going 
you were you had like 140 yards and you hit this gorgeous gap wedge onto the green and oh yeah you did yeah uh, oh, right yeah. I remember that I remember, I remember those things you remember you only had one though oh, oh okay it's he's not in the fairway bunkers very often no, no mostly in the trees yeah <laughs> <laughs> well well the thing is with all the horsepower you have yeah uh, and and in you know and this is what's really cool about the way we're we're getting you around like the next couple of rounds that you're going to do yeah. is you're going to hit that four iron off the tee mm-hmm. yeah just to get accuracy dude yeah. you hit the damn thing 250 yeah when and you hit a two it's like a four iron on. as far as i hit my driver it's like a little bit insulting but whatever well that's it i mean so since you hit a two fit you can you can birdie any par four if you hit a 250 off the tee oh, yeah. if 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 you got a 500 yard par four that's yeah. two five irons for you Yes. Much, yeah, that we is. don't have a 500 yard par four at the golf course. No, yeah. that's right. We got one that's 434, one that's 440 from the yeah. blue tees. Yeah. So, dude, hit the four iron off the tee, put mm-hmm. it in play, and let's see how deep that handicap goes now. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And then we'll keep working on your your driver on the range. Yeah. And then when you get on, because it's hard to open up on our golf course because it's trees on both sides. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. It's it been makes drawn. you. It makes you tighter than tight. Yeah. And then when you yeah when you start steering with 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 the kind of horsepower that you have you, I mean it's you're going to be all over the place yeah so um, you've got your throw to the target yeah ball first then sand mm-hmm. you already have unbelievable lag in your swing fairway bunkers is not going to be a it's not going to be a, a chore for you at all no and the fact that you've got your greenside bunkers taken care of right now I mean you got it made yeah. the, the next time we go out I'm going to show you the the buried bunker shot yeah saddle show because she's got it down now too mm-hmm. and uh 15 minutes with that and you'll have an acquired skill yeah and so it's beyond me you know because i'm still seeing at this time of year uh we're working less on swing and more on you know short game and routine mm-hmm. on the golf course yeah course management and yeah. i get a lot of i'm doing a lot of bunker lessons these days mm-hmm. oh really and it's just incredible that you know, some of these members have been at this club for, oh, you know, 15, 20 years. Yeah. And they're still struggling in the sand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, not to take away from, you know, the teaching that's come along because it's it's nobody's fault. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just the stage that we're at in golf. Mm-hmm. And the instruction in bunkers is all over the map. Right. And so it's it's all about okay, you got to enter the sand here and you got to do this and and you know, you you got to accelerate and you got to extend and you got to you know, it's like this yeah. you got 50,000 50,000 things in your mind just before mixed signals. Yeah. Mixed messages. And you combine that with a defensive play cuz you're so anxious, yeah, mm-hmm. about getting the sand out. Mm-hmm. Whereas we turn that right on right on its ear. Like within five minutes, we have it, and then we're just reinforcing the the rest of the lesson. Just to, are you sure it's that easy? I mean, that's what I get all the time. Are you sure it's that easy? Yeah. I go, well, you just did it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's yeah. beautiful, yeah. right? You just got a positive reference. Got to hold on yeah. to that. I said, okay, put some sand just over the fringe. Done. Put some sand over the green toward those three trees. Done. Mm. And then they start understanding how to get their distance control right? because now all I'm doing is just taking a divot of sand and spraying it that way. Mm-hmm. 
Well, how far do you want it to go? That's right. Well, if you want it to go further, a little more momentum. Exactly. And if you don't, you want less, and that's where it's so important that we use momentum, like right, yeah. Moo? Yeah. Those nice big pipes of yours. Mm. Well, I just use my legs now. I barely need to stick handle, right? Because the legs yeah, work because it's a kinetic chain. Yeah, that's right. It's like once you have the sequence in, in like the proper way, like with your legs working with your arms, um, there's less, less thinking. You just got to figure out how much juice you got to that's it. Throw it to it. Exactly. How far do you want to throw the sand? Yeah, and where do you want to land the ball? Exactly. So the and that, and that you know as a as a final note for that, for those of you and that, and that's why this throwing of the club mm-hmm. is really really important mm-hmm. because now in a greenside bunker shot, you can say okay if I throw the club, you know over the green. If I'm this low, I miss the sand. Yeah. If I'm a little lower than that, I nick the sand. Well, yeah. that's a skull shot over the green. And so many of you are afraid of that one too. Yeah. So you're thinking, okay, I'm going to have enough swing to put the sand on the green. That's a lot of swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, Sav? Mm-hmm. When you first started out, you're going, um, if I hit the ball with that swing, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, now you're worried about how far the ball's going to go. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're not focused on the sand anymore. Nope. No. So it's easy to skull that sucker over the green and take a nice big fat double bogey. Well, it's the worst when there's a bunker right on the other side of the green. Yes. That's what I used to get scared of. I'm like, just please don't let it go on the other bunker on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's positive uh, thinking yeah. right there, right, Sam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good mindset. Yeah. So you replace it with, well, if I throw the club, at that intensity, and the sand divot is in the way, mm-hmm. then the ball ends up, you know, the ball and the sand end up on the green. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's the cool part. Um, you remember uh, at one point, Sav, you were just outside the bunker mm-hmm. on a muddy lie. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, what do I do here? Yeah. And then I showed you what? The intentional fat shot intentional fat shot <laughs> baby yeah and please explain so you're talking about the one we were at winter park yep in florida yep so i landed like on the far side of the bunker and it was like in this like mucky like flattened out grass type and stuff. it was sandy bottom too right yeah so it was muddy sandy grassy it was a it was a soup yeah and I had to, like, play, like, a nice delicate shot, like, over the bunker to land it nice and soft onto the green and let it go yes. down to the hole. It was, like, this whole shot that I had, like, no idea how to do. And um, I was like, mm, how do I how do I play this shot? Like, I, I don't know. And um, <laughs> and what did I say? An intentional fat shot like a and, like, a flop shot. And it's a, it's a bunker shot. Yeah. yeah. So I told you to take the divot of muck yeah. and put it over the, the top because the green's over there are really crowned. If you ever have mm. the chance to go play Winter Park. It's uh, so cool. It is amazing. We love it And it's there. designed for match play. Not, yeah. not for scoring. Yeah. For match play. Yeah. And it's a I've, tough little course. Uh, yeah, I've never, I've never experienced a golf course, you know, and that's a core Crenshaw design. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced a golf course that was actually designed for match play. Yeah, it was really cool. Versus stroke play. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the coolest thing. So there you would have annihilated your <laughs> yeah. opponent with that shot. Yeah. You stuck at the four feet, you guys. You should have seen this it beautiful shot. It was so shot. cool. I was like, holy, I just did that. 
Yeah, well, because you had the bunker shot in your, because you knew how to do a bunker shot. Mm-hmm. You say, well, okay, so instead of sand, I'm just going to take this muddy, sandy stuff and mm-hmm. put it right there. Yeah. And I need about this much momentum to do that. Yeah. And the ball landed right there, trickled down the slope, rolled onto the green, four feet from the flag, and you <laughs> made the putt. I know, I made the putt. That was the best part. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> what a par, right? Yeah. Oh, that was incredible. Yeah, that was fun. So uh, that was great teamwork there. Mm-hmm. And so now when you have that lie, mm-hmm. whether on a bed of leaves, whether on a, a bed of pine straw mm-hmm. or, um, you know, pine cones, whatever it is, yeah, that, that greenside bunker shot, mm-hmm. yeah. which is an intentional fat shot, mm-hmm. you just take that divot of whatever – and put it on the green where you want the ball to land. Yeah. Now you have an arsenal of yeah. shots around the green. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, it's fun. Right? When you know you, you can get around the golf course, no matter what situation you're in, then you're like, okay, we can we can play. Yes. You're, in, you're, all, you're in the offensive mindset. Yeah. Huge, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So well, I hope everyone enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed delivering it to you. Yep. Yeah. It was all smiles and sparkles mm-hmm. in our eyes around here with all the success we've had with that shot. Yep. Yeah. And um, we're looking forward to bringing some more amazing content next week. Thanks, Sav and Moo. No problem. No problem. Have a good week, guys.